All right, ready? Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Smell your feet. <laughs> twinkle, twinkle, little star. <laughs> <laughs> that was a roller coaster. Welcome to the Full Timers Podcast. <laughs> Mommy. <laughs> I did that last year. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Somebody hold me. Can you pitch your voice so it's like demonic? I thought I was daisy barking. Sorry. <laughs> Welcome back, listeners. I am Velocron. I'm Rune. Damn, man. Come on, man. <laughs> no sound effect, Rune? I am Rune. Oh. <laughs> That's my Dracula. Dracula? <laughs> Dracula. Oh. Um. I'm Ricky. Oh, uh, Richard. I'm a chain smoker. Mm. Oh God! Oh God! <laughs> Came over to Freddy Krueger. Right? <laughs> right on time, right? I'm scared. <laughs> mm. I'm scared. All right, welcome to the Full Timers Podcast. This is the Halloween edition, 2020 pandemic season. Dun, dun, dun. Um. Yeah, I already gave my names. Um, it's a show where we have candid conversations that awkwardly navigate through the nuances of adulthood. Um, but today we are listening to scary stories. I don't know why I'm out of breath. I, I think I'm a little scared and nervous right now. <laughs> uh, oh, God. Jeez. <laughs> um, <laughs> <geez. laughs> Sorry. I'm a, I'm a little anxious right now. <laughs> show me that picture. Of, you know. I'm just anxious. What is it, Tino? Oh, God. Okay, welcome to the show. <laughs> uh, I'm losing my train of thought. <laughs> yeah. Um, on my show notes, I have the first thing I said for the cold open. Be sure to go vote. Voting election day is, what, uh, two weeks? Dang, already? Mm-hmm. Uh -huh. Um, we talked about that. Uh, yeah, go vote, please. How many weeks again? Two weeks. That's it. November third, fourth, third. Right. Um, mm. national holiday. That's that. That itself is scary. Yeah. Nothing is more scarier than the current administration. Hey, dun dun dun. Ah! Wrong one. There it is. I'm just pressing all these buttons now. <laughs> okay, so today's episode is gonna be a little bit different. Um, we are. We gathered scary stories from listeners and some friends that they've experienced. Um, I haven't listened to them. Um, only listened to a few seconds just so I could, because one person wanted to be anonymous. So I changed the pitch of the voice and made sure they didn't, made sure they didn't name drop anything or anyone. So 
Um, yeah, so these stories will be fresh to me. It'll be fresh to you guys also. Um, special guest, I don't know if you heard. His name is not Richard. It's Owen. He's back again. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and then we have Tino's back also. That's Tino. And <laughs> Brady Krug is still looking at us. So. Yeah. It's like perfect for this episode, right? I know. Right? I wish. It's I wish just, this is not a move. video format podcast, but right. it is. We're in a, a closed room, but the yeah. doors have windows, and somebody's looking at us, just like, looking at. Right. He's staring like, at statue us. Statue style. What did Patrick say? <laughs> looking at us. He's just staring at us right. menacingly. <laughs> menacingly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here it is. Okay. Ooh. So it's gonna be a fairly short episode. It's gonna be fun. Um, so I'm, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna play the stories for y'all, and we're gonna uh, process yeah. them okay. and talk about them, or if we want to talk about them, we can. Right. So the first story is uh, from anonymous. She wants to be anonymous, so I'm not gonna say her name. Um, yeah. So here's the first story. Um, My most extreme experience with spirits was when I was 13 years old. I spent a lot of time of my time as a teenager home alone. Um, My mother was a full-time nurse at the time who had rotated shifts. Like sometimes she would work night shifts, sometimes she would work days. And my father, her and my father were legally separated. So my father would, he would spend his, his, most of his time during the week home. But on the weekends he was out, I guess, with his girlfriend. I have no idea. But, um, so I spent a lot of my time by myself. Um, he was only there to sleep most of the time and then he would just leave. But, um, my sister, I also have an older sister who ran away from home and at the time because of like the household problems, you know, parents separated, blah, blah, blah. And then she was a teenager. She was about 16, 17 at the time. So she was going through her own thing. And she ends up running away from home. And so at the time I was alone at night and I would pretty much to not be by myself, I would call my boyfriend and he kind of had a similar situation, except he was an only child. And um, so me and him would spend most of our nights talking to each other. And so let me explain to you how our house set up because it has a lot to do with it. Um, When you come out of my room and you look to your left, you see my sister's room. And then when you look to the right, you see my mother's room. And then down the hall is the foyer or the foyer and then the rest of the house. And so um, laying in my bed, my bed is facing towards the doorway. One night I see this thing, this black figure run past my doorway into my sister's room. And then it closes the door behind it. It wasn't a slam. It was more like someone, like literally a person just closing the door behind them. And so, of course, it freaked me out. And so I just kind of sat there kind of quiet. And then I heard like whispering and scratching. And so I was still sitting there quiet because I was scared. I was kind of in shock. And then it opens the door and runs back out. And so 
I'm not moving because I'm scared. And like, then it goes back in and closes the door. And like, right when it goes back in, I run to the door and I close it. And so, um, I know it's a spirit, but I, I didn't think of that. So I was just like, I'm gonna close this door. <laughs> I was scared. And so, um, he stayed on the phone with me and I would say we stayed up, I would say until maybe about five, close to 6 a.m. until it was like some sunlight. And then we both fell asleep. Like we just went to bed. And so like, I told my mom about it, like after she got home and she was just like, you got to stop watching those movies, blah, blah, blah. Um, back then I was very much into science fiction and horror, just like now. Um, but I was very much into horror back then. I was the type of kid who would just binge watch horror films, and so she was just like, she didn't believe me, of course. And so until um, uh, maybe like a week or two later, um, she her shift changed and she became, I think, like a day nurse for that week or two. I can't remember um, so long ago. But um, she ended up sleeping in her bed that night. And of course, like any other parent, she's the type who gets up and checks up on her kids in the middle of the night no matter the age, <laughs> um, she got up and went to go check up on me and she saw it go into my sister's room. And so she was just like, uh, yeah, <laughs> okay. So, I mean, of course that wasn't her exact response. I don't really know what it was cause I was asleep and I would turn up the volume on my TV. So I couldn't hear anything. She ended up telling me the next day about it. And she was like, yeah, so I'm going to get our pastor um, from the church to come and pray over her room because it, she, my mom said she only saw it go into my sister's room. And so Sorry, I'm pause right there. Mm-hmm. I'm getting scared. Yeah, that's <laughs> scary. And the, I'm, I'm, that's very scary. And I'm, I don't know why I feel some kind of small sense of relief that someone else sees it. Yeah, you know, because yeah, yeah. there's so many yeah. times where it's always a scenario where the fact I'm glad sees. that her mother sees it. Yeah, then. that's and I'm gonna say one more thing. Oh, and you're not very um, brave when it comes to horror, right? Hell no. So this stuff is probably gonna keep you up at night, man. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. He has two daughters. <laughs> They'll protect them. Somebody gonna hold me tonight. <laughs> and a dog. Yeah. Not pork chop. Okay, sorry, in. sorry. Let me resume the story. I'm sorry to interrupt the, the story. The man came through like the emperor. Okay, <laughs> okay let's resume the story. And so, um, the pat, like, I, I don't know how long ago, how long later it was, but my pastor ends up coming over to bless her room. And, and after she, what she does to bless the room is she, like, prayed. And I know she had holy oil, and then she had gospel music playing and after she did her ceremony or whatever you want to call it um she left and she told us to leave the music on and she told us that the house is gonna smell like roses and so I would say for like a couple of I would say like three four days the house smelled like roses and after that we just didn't see it anymore and so um I would say maybe Three, four months later, um, they end up finding my sister in Georgia and yes, Georgia. And, um, they pick her up and her, they send her home. And because of the condition that she was in, they end up sending her to a mental institution 
And when she got out, um, we told her, like, like well, before we told her, um, she just, one thing I noticed is that she almost seemed like a different person. Like, I don't know what she experienced in Georgia to this day, but it changed her or whatever it was. But she ended up, like, we ended up telling her about the whole spirit thing. And she told us that she didn't want to tell us, but while she was home for months, this thing has been messing with her in her sleep. It was like bothering her with her dreams. It was touching her while she was asleep and it would wake her up. And yeah, I guess like she thinks that once she left and it didn't have anybody to harass, it started bothering me. But yeah, that was my very first extreme experience with ghosts or demons. I need a hug. Bring, bring it in, man. I don't know if I can tell, but man. under my jacket, I got goosebumps. Dude. That's scary, man. Shit, it's bad when you got goosebumps. Look, I remember I told you this before. I like I want to go ghost hunting, but I'll be, I'll be scared of the demon part. And that story. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't be happy going ghost hunting. I guess one of us will have to take a crucifix with us. Yep. Mm. But you have to be you have to be of that belief, though. You can't really just take it because because you saw it in the movie. Yeah. No. You have to be of that belief. Yeah. Oh. yeah we're Buddhists, so we can't really. That won't work. Well, karate what, help. I yeah. used to do that. I used to took when I watched horror movies. I would take like after. Oh. I used to do that where I would take two toothpick and take like a little thread <laughs> and make a makeshift <laughs> and watch the movie. <laughs> after the movie, I'm just yeah. like, and yeah. I just keep doing this. Even though I didn't know what. It, like, yeah, you said you have to be of the belief. Yeah, and, y'all. I, I don't. I don't know. How, I don't know what to say. That's Tino scary. used to watch uh, horror movies with his hands over his ears, like it. It'll oh. stop something. Yeah, I'm just scared of the sound. I, I yeah. the visuals was okay with me. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, like you said, Starting when we way. paused the story, we were glad that the mom also saw it. Yeah. So uh, like, I ain't glad nobody saw anything. Is it? I, I'm wondering. Like, I've always hear, I've seen, heard stories like that, and do, it's, does it always like? Is this? Does it happen to a lot of people of certain faith? Because, like, I've never encountered something like yeah, that. I was asking my friend when I was gathering stories, I was asking my friend, is the Christ- Christian belief or that, you know, that mm-hmm. whatever breakdown, I don't know what you call it, Do they, are they the only ones that are able to s- uh, believe in demons? Because I think or Buddhists... See, or see it. Or kind of Buddhists has a form of... Or Asians, I don't know. They have a form of, like, a demon, but they call it jinn. Oh, I thought that was, like, European. I know what you're talking about, but... Yeah, it's mostly like Indian and uh I mean I guess Middle there's Eastern always Asians. I guess there's different names for it, obviously, right. different yeah. culture. But I'm saying I don't know. I've I would hope I never ever encounter something Same. like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like I mean the worst thing I have is just sleep paralysis, you know. But mm-hmm. that's I've I've I mean there's a reason there's I don't think anyone's making it up though, because there's already millions of people who have stories like this, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. that's how. I mean, we have pop culture who make movies about, like, yeah. you know, scary horror movies about because it, like, it comes exorcism. from experiences. Yeah, yeah. like where the smoke there's fire. <laughs> it's like yeah, it's it's coming, it's drawing from something that obviously is really happening to people, you know, and I don't know. <laughs> it's like that's no, that's really creepy. I was visualizing the whole thing, seeing a little dark figure just running. Yeah. Oh, like it's just like, moving really quick, but then closing the door. Not slamming it, but just casually closing the door. Like, I'm going to go in this room. And then the mom saw it after, too. Yeah, that's... 
I don't know why I got a little tiny bit of relief. Just not a relief, but like the fact that someone else can believe in some, you know. Yeah, like they acknowledge what you saw. Yeah, because there's nothing worse than seeing something really terrifying and having people just dismiss it like mm-hmm. you're just crazy or just watching too much movies or you know. Yeah, I think it's also scary for me for hearing that story because I know her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like oh, I never knew this at all, like stuff like that. You know, I mean, you hear people's experiences of this kind of stuff. It's like, oh, this is wild. Yeah, because you tend to believe them more now because you know the person. You know, I, I is it just like the wrong place? Or the wrong, you know, like it's just like is it the spirit there? It, she or also does mentioned it follow you. Well, what she mentioned at the end, like uh, that, it affected her sister. That's I think that's why she ran away at that point. Mm-hmm. But she came back. I don't know. Oh man. I don't know. Do you believe in demons, Rin? Or yeah. of that ilk? Yeah. Have you ever seen anything wrong? No. Thankfully, I haven't experienced anything of that kind of, kind of paranormalness, that demon stuff. Have y'all ever, like, like, wait to see this shit? Like, to get it, you know, get it over with? Like, <laughs> can I go ahead and see something so I can, you know what I'm saying? It's like, like I getting mean, familiar with something and then overcoming it and not really... Yeah, I, I, I watch saying. a lot of ghost shows, and of course, I never see anything. It's but just a lot of noises and stuff. I don't go seeking it out. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I haven't. I have not gone Better. seeking it out. I feel braver with someone with me. Yeah, but if it was just me alone, I would be frightened. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. I know you'd be scared. <laughs> I probably would, but at the same time, I kind of like want to get it over with. Like, I don't know. Like, would you want to see something? Uh, no, you want to. D- you want to like disprove it or just take the power back by like it's not what I think it is or what? I think more of like closure, like mm. is the shit real or not? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I accept that I'd probably be scared of shit, but mm-hmm. just you know, to I that, guess to know because that tension, like or suspense, right. is like built so high, right? Yeah. Just the, the unknown, to happen. It, right? Right. I don't know. I, I, I think if I get it over and see some shit, or whatever, I'd, I'd be able to process it better than yeah. Like, Oh, that's just a ghost. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then go sleep. Wait, so you never experienced any type of no. paranormal thing at all? I, I haven't. I can't say I have, no. She said something interesting about her sister, um, how that this thing would, presence would always like bother her, harass her in, in her sleep and mm-hmm. dreams and whatnot, you know? And how like her mental health was like, or just the way she behaved before was like shaky. And, and now all of a sudden she seems like um, ever, I mean, when the whole house smelled like roses, I guess they purged it or something. Is like that's when she felt like her sister returned to like a normal state. Um, I correctly, th- I think yes. Yeah, and um, I'm wondering like you know sometimes, uh, I mental health, uh, you know, people with mental health issues that's a real thing. You know, right. it's like what if I mean what if there is some science behind like I mean, I'm not trying to dismiss like oh obviously mental health is real. I'm not at all saying that it's not, you know? I think I'm saying they're more in touch with what we don't see, I guess. Y- yeah, or what if it, what if there's and you can't explain, what if someone doesn't know and they don't know that what if there is like a an entity that is really actually really messing someone's like thought process or just how they behave? Like what if they not like I guess possessed, but not possessed, <laughs> but like in a way it's like it if there's something that and some kind of like presence that's constantly like it can like chip away at your sanity, and mm-hmm. um, I don't know. You look like you want to say something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, off the strength of the um, the theory that we only use what ten percent of our brain. What if like certain mental health conditions or things of that nature that kind of triggers that extra um, sense that 
they see what we don't see normally. You know what I mean? Possible. From what I understand of watching years and years of ghost shows, uh, demonic entities usually are attracted to those who aren't in the right headspace, right emotional state. Mm-hmm. So it, it might have felt that. To seeing stuff. Yeah. Right. It might be a, a thing where because his sister was going through something or whatever, then the de- not demonic, quote unquote, it yeah. could be more attracted to her, that energy. Because maybe her mind and energy was open to, not that she was trying to be open to it, it's just maybe it was easier to. Yeah, because she it sees that it is a weakened state. I, want, I wonder if nightmares, if uh, all of us just having nightmares, if that if there is something that actually affects us. I mean, I, for me, it could be. I'm just always trying to be like pragmatic or just like I need like scientific evidence mm-hmm. or whatever. Or this is what happens. Like again, there's stuff that's we can't explain, you know. Yeah. And I just wonder if like nightmares, if like if that's a glimpse at something that I don't know. Yeah. It also seems like a lot of people that smoke a lot of weed seem to always see some shit. Think you know well, what I'm talking about? <laughs> well, I mean, certain, certain people. That we one know. person, that one person that we know, he, always right. sees like exotic birds in the sky, and he smokes a lot of weed. I you know who you unicorns. are, buddy. You know who oh, you, you are. Okay, <laughs> yeah, okay, Ruin. Ruin seen some unicorns. <laughs> you, saw, you, you saw a unicorn, Ruin. What kind of mushrooms you put in that sandwich, man? I can't tell you. That's that sauce he was talking about in the other episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's in the future episode. <laughs> oh yeah, this one Aaron before that. Um, Oops, time travel. I was gonna say, I think if we're gonna look at this from a, I guess I don't even call it a holistic viewpoint. When people go through those emotional hardships, it produces that negative energy, right? And negative energy attracts negative energy, right? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you know, as when I hear like stuff like this happening, like, it's always like. Nor- I mean, people who are just living a really easy life or right or i don't know it's i don't i can't i obviously i don't, I mean i don't know what i'm saying why am i throwing my two cents i don't know <laughs> yeah it is one thing we just we really don't know. yeah because i don't think you have to have like like a lot of negative things happening in your life to see stuff sometimes right. it could just happen it just out happens, of the yeah. blue you don't know i don't know if there's like some kind of like magnetism like a certain parts of the area like location like i don't know like like house be- being built on ancient bur- bur- burial burial burial, burial. burial <laughs> grounds um or i don't know if it's scary to think that there's some like i mean you a lot of the time we hear is like someone's moving to this new house yeah. like uh, or his house that's haunted or whatever and they, everyone who's there, they has no like, they have no prior connection to it. But it's like just sharing the same space as this energy, you know. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if it's just a case of that, or can this thing actually latch onto someone and just follow them wherever they go? Yeah. Um. I don't know. It's like, I don't know. That was just really spooky because yeah. I was able to visualize that. You know, not that I ever seen that, but you know, just watching also horror movie and stuff. But like, I could also have really crazy, crazy dreams that. I don't know. Sometimes it spooks me. Like, I wonder if there's like a certain time this stuff activity happens. Like she was saying that night, right? When everyone's mm-hmm. getting ready for bed, you know. Um, I don't know, man. Like, I wonder if there's. 
I wonder if there is like maybe hundreds, thousands of years from now, if science was uh, get really advanced and can actually prove something we can see beyond our eyes, you know? Yeah. If they could prove like there's a weird magnetic magnetic field, or if there's actually, you know, a presence, like you know, that can if it can be explained later on, you know? Yeah. Would it take away the with, scariness from it? With no. science? Yeah, with science, with that. Can you actually rationalize this? No. But it's like, it didn't, I don't want to dismiss it and be like, oh, this person is irrational. Mm-hmm. It's like, I believe, like, I haven't seen it personally, but I felt like, sometimes I felt something, something off. And I don't know. Like, I didn't, uh, I wonder if everyone's going to just run across something really weird in their life at least once, seeing a weird presence at least once in their lifetime. Last year's episode for Halloween, we talked about our scary stories. But you didn't have one, though. It was an anecdote of your aunts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And you still haven't experienced anything yourself? Mm-mm. Yeah, have you, Tino? Okay, Ellen, yes. There. Are, this is the only weird... This is the weird... Ugh, my story, um, and it's really short, actually. Um... It was my nephew, Ricky's older brother, Billy. It was like, I was in high, we're both in high school. And I was like, um, in my room, I lived in an apartment with my sister and my older nephew um, and me were just watching, um, I think it was Martin. <laughs> we're just watching an episode of Martin. And it wasn't like completely late at night at all. It was mm-hmm. probably like, probably, I don't know. What is the time? Five to six, seven. For Martin? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. It's not completely dark. Anyways. We said, well, what time Martin came on? <laughs> no, I mean, like, what did you call that time? Is it prime time? Oh, afternoon? Like, not yeah. afternoon. Evening. Dusk. 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 Okay. Seven, seven, eight Well, anyway. <laughs> Anyways, it wasn't like late, late. I said night, prime okay? time. <laughs> it wasn't prime late, late. Okay. Anyways, we're watching um, some sitcom, and then um, I just remember my eyes just like, for some reason, there's like something flickering up above, up above near their air vent, and I just like my eyes just darted up towards it, and then I see like a white orb, you know, just like a light, you know. And I was trying to like I was fixated on. It. I was like, what is it doing? Like, where is that coming from? Is it a reflection of something? And then it was like the way it was like shifting. It was like kind of hovering, like almost like an orb you would see in like a fantasy movie, like oh, it's a fairy, or, you know. It's like a little, it was just like the way it was hovering and moving, and then I was I was frozen. I just my eyes just kept. F- following it though and i was just like and i was like really scared and i just felt like in my peripheral i think my my nephew saw the same thing too because i remember my eyes was fixated and then i saw it um hovering from the air vents and then it was like just hovering in front of the the blinds which were closed the blinds were closed so i was like okay it can't be from coming outside because it's like it's in the room and then i just remember it just went through the blinds and in a way and i just remember um I don't know. My heart kind of stopped, and I just looked at my nephew, and we made eye contact. And I sensed like he was scared, or maybe he was just scared from my expression. I don't know if he saw what I saw, but I, for some reason, didn't ask verify with him. Like during that moment, I was just like looked at him, and I was afraid if I say something, I thought that thing that orb would come back and scream at my face or something. I just didn't want it to return, so I just looked at him and was like, and then just continued to watch the sitcom. And then later, I remember. I brought it something like a couple of years after that happened and he doesn't remember anything. So I don't, I was like, maybe he just did not see it at all. He just, or he just suppressed that memory. Maybe, or maybe or I think he was just, maybe he was just really, maybe he, uh, he was spooked by my expression. Right. Right. You know, like, you know, how sometimes some, someone can see something and then you, you don't get scared of what you think they're seeing. You get scared of how they're reacting. Maybe yeah. he uh, saw me react, but I was just like, I don't know that that's the only weird thing I've seen. Right. But I mean, I had a lot of, um, 
I mean, I mean, I have sleep, sleep paralysis is a different thing, but I've seen oh. weird stuff. But I wonder, um, like a tunnel in the wall. Um, I heard, um, I, I heard. I don't hear a lot of. I don't hear voices, but that there's one sleep paralysis where I heard one voice, and that spooked the crap out of me. And I thought I needed to check in. You know, it's, it's weird. I think most of us had sleep paralysis. Did you have one around? Uh, yeah. You ever sleep paralysis? Did you yeah. have one? Oh yeah, I had a. So we all did. I had a good story about mine. It was, so is it a common thing? It's terrifying, bro. Yeah. I remember one night uh, we was in Virginia Beach. Me and my buddy over there was hanging out. Um, <laughs> heavy drinking night. I just remember being helped upstairs to where he was staying, and then the next thing I remember was waking up. Uh, I slept on the floor apparently in his room. I remember waking up, my whole body locked, and the only thing that could move in my body was my eyeballs. Yeah, <laughs> and I just remember it's like I was freaking out because I, I like I looked down on my like where my my feet, my hands were and stuff, and that, but I could not, it would not respond, and it is like completely locked up. And it actually does feel like when people say like uh, like somebody's on top of you pressing you, like like you feel a presence there. Mm-hmm. It's terrifying. You know, I'm pretty sure there's a science to it and all, but it's it's a terrifying thing. You ever had it before, y'all? Talk about it a lot, it, but 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 when it releases, it, it that's what it feels like. Somebody gets off of you, and all of a sudden you got all your your functions back. It's yeah, scary thing. Mm-hmm. Was that the only time you had it? Numerous times. No, that's the. Well, I think I had um, mild ones, but that's that one was like the most uh, terrifying. And, yeah. yeah, I think the I think I've told y'all my wildest sleep paralysis a few times. But one time it was always in that one room in my parents' house downstairs. Next to the front door, it's always only in that room though. Mm-hmm. I, I moved different rooms in the house and never have had had it again. Mm-hmm. But that one time, I was sleeping on my stomach, and then um, I wanted to check the time, but I could not move at all. Like like how Owen described it, I was locked. Like everything felt locked up. Right. I I think I had my eyes open and looking around. I don't know. But because I was on my stomach, I was trying to do like, you know, do a push up so I could get up, but I could not push up, right? Yep. So as I was really trying to push up, like all my strength, I could not do it. And all I heard was, uh, oh, shit. Like behind me. You heard that shit? Yeah. Mm. And then I, I started panicking after I heard God. that. Mm-hmm. Pitch black, probably like two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning, like demon Damn, time, that's demon worse. hour, demon <laughs> hour. witching um, hour, witching hour. Wow. It was probably around that hour time. The beast. But Damn. as soon as I was able to, as soon as I was able to push up, yeah. I grabbed my phone. I the first thing I grabbed was the phone and my TV remote. Turned the TV on so it could light up the room. Yeah. Nothing mm-hmm. was in the room. I was like, "What the fuck did I just hear?" It, it was literally like, you know, wow. those ghost moans, like yeah. those ghouls, like. Ooh, that's it. What? No, that's weird. You sure it wasn't you? <laughs> I hope it wasn't me. No, no, it's weird. I mean, I have lots of sleep paralysis. I never like. It's not like horror mo- or like ghost, like classical, like ghost noise right yeah. here. It's odd shit. Mm-hmm. Like really, like the. There's an instance where um, <laughs> I slept at my brother's house and he had a little guest room and I was sleeping on the mattress. But then when I woke up, I was face down in the living room. And I, I realized I was in sleep paralysis. I was like, I can't move my body. I only can move, dart my eyes. And I just remember my head was like face down in the living room. And I'm looking at the guest bathroom. And a uh, guest bathroom. And I see someone using the bathroom. Like there's the lights on. And they open the door. And I see a pair of legs walking around the couch. And I'm like, what's happening? I couldn't, I couldn't move. And then I felt like barefoot slowly on, pressed on my back. They were stepping, uh, um, stepping on my back. And I felt the pressure on my back. Mm. And I was like. And I just like start crying, like no, 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 because I knew something they were gonna do something wrong. Right. And then um, they started to urinate all over my back, 
this present was peeing all on my back. I felt warm. My back was wet and warm and it was spreading. And mm-hmm. and then I and then when I snapped out of it, I screamed and I was back in my brother's uh, guest room, the bed, the mattress, and I was like, "Oh my god!" And I felt my um, I I felt the warm sensation on my back, and I touched it. It was completely dry. Wow. And then, then all of a sudden, I start feeling the warmth start to ebb away, and it just disappeared, and my body returned back to its normal temperature. You know. What the hell? So that was one weird one. And I have a lot of weird ones. <laughs> I got peed. There. You got peed on by the R. Kelly ghost. Oh, <laughs> I god. got a golden shark. <laughs> Let me find it, please. <laughs> 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 but um, and then okay, but the, I mean that was really intense, and I'm like I'm gonna lose my mind, you know. But um, when this is when I really thought I should check into like check like I don't know mental not a mental institution or anything, but like I really needed to get it questioned like a psychiatrist. Right. I thought okay. this is this the scariest one is happening, and it usually happens around um for me around three to four. Or five. Demon time. You know? Witching hour. Hour of the beast. <laughs> um, but the, uh, the craziest one, when I heard voices, that's I never experienced where I heard voices ever, you know? But this time, I actually had it, heard it. I just remember waking up, and again, I had a mattress on the floor. This is, I just moved into my um, apartment in Charlottesville. And I just remember I could only see the clock, and it was saying, like, I think it was four-ish, you know, a.m. And then all of a sudden, like, I was able to dart my eyes kind of back. Like, I mean, like... The way my head was like positioned, I could kind of see the wall, and I saw a tunnel, you know. So I just saw like this deep, dark tunnel, and I knew something was walking down the tunnel. Like, mm-hmm. barely. Yeah. It's like it was just like silent footstep, but like I just felt like it was coming closer and closer, and my eyes kept fixating on the tunnel, and the tunnel got darker and wider, you know. So I'm just like, it's coming, it's coming, coming. Like in my head, I'm just like, I gotta see it. I'm, I don't know why I can't close my eyes, but like. I have to see that thing come in a tunnel. So, I mean, I was leaning on one side with my eyes started, uh, kind of fixed looking at the tunnel. And then when I, I was, I was like, I felt the moment was coming closer, but I didn't see it. And all of a sudden something leaned in to whisper in my left ear and was like, and just that little, just little whisper. It wasn't like, you know, it was just like, and then I just remember darting up off the bed. out. No, no. <laughs> like you're like a very audible scream. Yeah, at first I was screaming and it wouldn't come out, but when I my whole body woke up, it was just like ah! it's just like something that someone just turned the volume all the way up. Yeah. You know, when I got control, my motor control. Uh, is it motor control? Is that the word? Uh, motor function. Motor function. Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, but um, yeah, no, dude, I could tell more about sleep paralysis. I know Ricky has a lot. Like, I was so happy that not happy, but. It was like I felt like some kind of solidarity with him because he understand what I was talking about. Because a lot of people just like, mm-hmm. don't get, I, mm-hmm. okay, you're being silly. <laughs> just yeah. like, I mean, uh, for for listeners that don't know, I mean, there's a Cam- Cambodian folk- folklore about that folklore, folklore. 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 He said folklore, folklore, spoon folklore, folklore. But right, y'all, um, come on, Scott. Right. Yeah, that's basically like, what. Yeah, it's like how you demon like, sitting on you, right? Yeah, pressing down on you, and that's what it actually feels like. Man. They cool. have paintings like all over the world. Right. Japan everyone's is, seen no, only in Japan, but yeah. like in Europe, People like it's ancient. No, like ancient right. paintings of like a demon, a demon sitting on top of. And no, there is a document called the Entity Own where um they they interviewed. People from all different countries, mm-hmm. and majority of them have this shadow they see in the in the corner, mm-hmm. perching on their chest. They actually see a shadow, or did they a shadow, not like an actual demon, but like right. there's like some a dark shadow. So yeah, what, yeah, they will see an a, like a red eye or something. Didn't do that. There's oh, there's one. There's actually this. Nope. 
there was just like these college friends that were just sharing the same bed, you yeah. know? And um there's like two girls and a guy. It's just they're platonic friends, yeah. okay? Nothing weird. Yeah. <laughs> they're just sharing their bed like sleepover. And um um there's this one guy who um woke up and he saw a demon. He saw um No no, not a demon. He saw a ghost. Okay, maybe, I wasn't sure he or the girl next to him, but um, he was freaking out. I mean, he couldn't move. He has sleep paralysis. So he saw like this figure, you know, chanting something at him, you know? And he was just like frozen in fear, you know? Mm-hmm. And then um, the girl next to him saw a cat that was like saying something, but she was terrified of the cat who was like, you know, doing something to him, you know? So it was like she, he couldn't snap out of his sleep paralysis. She snapped out of it first. But um, they both saw two different things, but she saw something. Doing to the guy. Like, yeah, just like kind of like chanting or talking or scream. I don't know. It was like what it was doing to like, I need to watch that that film again. I can't get the story right, but like it was intense. It was like kind of cool. Like that moment where she, I feel like it is something there then. Because, I mean, if I'm believing that their story is correct, like they're not lying to us, yeah. you know. But like I believe like the fact those two. So I'm wondering if sleep paralysis, there is a presence, you know. I wonder. Yeah. I don't know what what the our previous caller who shared that story. I wonder. I mean, I don't think she was talking about sleep paralysis, no, no, no. but you know, it's like I do believe there could be presence that we just don't know yet. Like we haven't exposed them yet. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like know, you know, thinking scientifically about it, I'm, I'm thinking, what if is just so our minds is very it creates a very elaborate imaginations scenarios in our own minds. You know, I wonder if it's just that when we're dreaming. Our, we're we're lucid dreaming, and our mind is creating all those scenarios as if we just having regular dreams. But our body, the mind wakes up before the body does, so that there's a disconnection there. It's not in sync. So when our body's still in lucid dream mode, our minds are not. But then it still creates these things that we hear or see stuff no, like that exactly i a lot of people who suffer through sleep paralysis they said the easiest way to not f- like make it worse close your eyes go mm-hmm. back just close your eyes because mm-hmm. when you're when you're still body's still trying to wake up and if your mind is already there it's like it's gonna f- panic and it was you might see what you don't want to see right like, you know yeah i do remember googling something about um what to do in that case mm-hmm. i haven't tried it yet because i haven't run ran across the situation again but Said, um, try to move your fingers or your toes as yeah, yeah as much as possible, and that's what's gonna free you up first. You know, like wake up your body, your whole right. body or something. It's like yeah. you, you, you barely have control, but that's the only thing you might have control of. Like yeah, and then it'll start unlocking. It's weird. I know I'm about to have sleep paralysis when I feel like I'm sinking into the bed. The moment that happens, that's when I start wiggling my toes and start try to start waking up, waking up. That's some scary yeah. shit, though, man. Yeah. I don't do y'all feel the same thing like right before sleep paralysis happens because yeah, to me it happens yeah. so many times I know what's gonna kick in yeah right, same yeah, like you can feel it coming yeah sometimes do y'all feel like y'all sinking down I might have had mm-hmm. it maybe I don't know at the most three times but that one that one incident I mentioned that shit was god that was terrifying I had it probably like fifteen times mm-hmm. in that serious? same room only mm-hmm. just that, that one room, room. yeah wow. <laughs> <laughs> How many times you had it, Tito? Yo, I'm scared, man. You played twenty times, countless times. Yeah, I don't know, at least twenty now. I think. Jesus, it's like really? I get so used to it, but yeah, you had the most recent, I'm sure, because yeah. you told me about it. Brendan, you got a story about sleep paralysis, man? Yeah, I think I had 
had that happen recently, so I a recent I, one. Yeah, so I haven't been able to sleep really well. You want to talk about it? Yeah, tell us about it. And I'll probably talk to you after the out of the podcast. <laughs> Damn, was, that it, might, it might be too graphical for the uh, podcast. Yeah. Oh, uh, please tell me and... you had an underwear on or something. Huh? <laughs> I think graphing than getting peed on. No. Uh, yeah, it's worse than getting peed on. I think it's about somebody from the past. Oh, you mm. saw this person? Yeah. You don't have to share it if you don't want to. No, I don't feel like. Yeah, yeah, sounds yeah. Weird. Ricky was about to share. Yeah. Well, it was it was just a small thing, but just today, like you know, I told you when you called me earlier today. You got it today? N- I didn't have. So I was taking a nap today, <laughs> and then I can. I felt that sinking feeling, you know, uh-huh. like I was waking up from my nap, but then I felt like I was about to have sleep paralysis. So that's when I started moving around, and then like a couple minutes later, that's when you called. So I was about to. <laughs> Just sink into sleep paralysis, I think. But yeah, it didn't happen. So, so I, I wonder, like, our whole universe is weird, right? We don't know what the hell is going on. But, but I wonder, like, the energy of me thinking about or getting ready to call you kind of gave you that feeling? Like, you're about to go to sleep, but it didn't go to sleep? I don't know. Mm, maybe. I don't know. It's, or you was already asleep, right? No? Yeah. And he's like in and out. And I think the energy of me getting ready to call you, my brainwave sent to <laughs> you. You think and destiny <laughs> and it was fate for you to rescue your friend? What do you say? You saying do you think destiny or the fate had you to call that time to rescue your friend? Probably. But I was just gonna call him just to ask him if I was get something to eat. You saved his life. I mean it's hey, weird, my man. mom that kind of energy is weird. My mom had a dream that she was walking down this countryside and she was walking past and she saw this temple. And um, the temple, the doors open. There's a light, and there was like this weird, like alluring sound. I was telling her to come, um, come walk in. You know, and she was about to make her way into that temple. She was like on her way, and she had a feeling that if she ever went in that temple, she will never come back out and won't be able to wake up ever. You know, so she was on her way to do it, and her sister kept calling her. And I don't know why my um, her, I can't remember why my aunt like was like you know, my aunt was worried for some reason. You know, she kept calling my mom. You know, and my mom was like slowly walking up the steps in their dream. And then um, it wasn't until like, you know, that, I don't know, incessant, like there was like nonstop ringing from the phone that snapped her out of it. And um, I can't, I need to get it from my mom's mouth, but this is what my mom told my sister. I need to, I need to find out like what my aunt, like, why did she felt that like it was very important to call her sister at the time. But my mom think it saved her life, you know? Yeah. But, I wonder if like. <laughs> I don't want to get too dark, but I wonder, like, the moment before death, that kind of, you met, you dream that kind of stuff, right. like walking into a... Towards the light? Some type of threshold. You yeah. Know? yeah. My my mom saw the light at a temple, and she's had this drawn to... That's a long one. <laughs> okay, we have one more story. We're going to wrap it up um, after this story. So, um, Ricky, this is from your people. Yeah, shout out to Frankie. This is his story. This is his story. Y'all ready? Uh, So this took place in one of my old houses that I used to live at over here in Chesterfield. And um, so the layout of the house was it was two stories, and upstairs was like the master room and everything, and that's the room that I had. And at the time, this is where, like, I had my first cell phone. I had a, a Verizon cell phone, right? And um, I went to bed, and everybody went to bed. My parents were downstairs with my sister in their rooms, and I was upstairs watching TV. And you know, it was a typical, you know, teenager thing watching late nights TV shows and stuff like that. 
And so he like, it was like around three o'clock in the morning. And like, we lived at this house already about four to five years already. So I kind of had like a, an idea of all the noises in the house, you know? And um, what's it called? Um, all of a sudden I heard some footsteps going up the stairs and I muted my, my TV. And mind you, it was like around three o'clock in the morning and I muted it. And then all of a sudden, like I hear the steps go up and it stops on my door, literally my door. So I'm, I'm laying in bed and I stare to my left and I see my, and I'm just staring, watching my, like just literally, literally staring my door down. And all of a sudden all I hear is like scratches at my door. And somebody tried to like move the doorknob to get in. And I'm like, what the hell? This is when I, I'm just staring at it and my eyes are like, my eyes are thought like my pupils getting big and everything. I'm just staring at it. And then I start calling out, I said, like, mom, is that you? No response. All I do is just kept scratching on my door. And I was like, Probably my dad playing like a trick on me. Dad, is that you? When nobody responds to me. And I was like, wait a minute, I'm gonna call him. So like, I had, that time I had Verizon, I had a flip phone, it was a Verizon flip phone. And I, and I called him, because they usually leave their, their cell phones in the, in the kitchen and you can hear it from all the way upstairs. So I start trying to call him, I mean, I'm dialing the number and I'm over here trying to call him and my, my call will not go out, like it will not leave. It's literally just like searching, you know, the little satellite searching for a signal. That's what it was doing the whole time. And I was like, why is my phone not working? And I'm starting to panic a little bit. And I'm like, oh God, oh God. And all I hear like the scratches throughout the door. And, and this is when I started yelling. Like, mom, dad, is that you? And nobody responds. And then the worst thing is like, it goes to the doorknob. And like, I literally always lock my door. And it goes to the doorknob and I start twisting it, like trying to get in. And I was like, nope. I turned on my TV, like a little left my TV on, got on the covers, and I just waited all night until like it finally eventually went away. But that was one of the situations that happened at the house. It just eventually stopped after I just hid. Wait, one of the many situations? Yeah, he had a couple more, which was even freakier than that one, because there was some where he saw like actual like black figures and things like that. Too. This was in Chesterfield, is it right? Yeah. Yeah, the other ones, I don't want to tell those stories because I'll probably get it wrong and won't do it yeah, justice. Yeah. But yeah, the other ones were really, really freaky too. See, I have not seen anything, scenario. man. I don't know if that's because of my location or what. Yeah. No, I thought you said uh, you saw. Oh, yeah, last year. That's pretty scary. That was last year? Uh, no, I told that story last year. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, as a kid. That's a, definitely something. Yeah, I did see that. Actually. I yeah. Yeah. I saw an orb. <laughs> yeah. If I saw a pair of like ghostly legs. Me, running up a tree that was scary shit let me, me let me correct my statement i haven't seen any dark figures which i'm glad i haven't seen mm, same but isn't it like those two stories like they had the thing where they're scratching at the door is frank a is catholic i wonder if it's I, a catholic thing to i don't know <laughs> i'll have to ask him <laughs> i don't know if the first story had a scratching i thought it did like when can't I remember felt like i heard yeah when the figure went into does the he have a cat I don't think so. <laughs> but also trying to turn the door down. But I, I guess he would. I guess if he did, he probably would have said he. Yeah. He probably thought it was okay. Yeah, yeah. Does he smoke a lot of weed? <laughs> At that time, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I never asked. That's, that's always a possibility. <laughs> I mean, it's wait, wait. So I was trying to visualize it. He didn't see shadows. He just know there was scratching at the door and someone trying to move the doorknob. Of that and instance, yeah. Obviously, a cat can't do that. Yeah. But it's just like. But he wasn't able to see like a shadow at the crack of the door. The light. I guess not. I think. It, I and he also said dark. he tried to call his dad, but the, the yeah, call couldn't go out. Go out, yeah. And 
Did uh, I wish there's more questions like you were able to talk to your mom and dad mm. the next day? Oh, yeah, like, I know, were right? you guys at my door? Yeah, because that wasn't funny, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. You're you know him personally, so do you find the story, um, I guess credible is the word? Yeah, yeah. I would, yeah. yeah. Again, he said he said <laughs> he's like, told me multiple, yeah, stories. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean like, like I said earlier, like knowing a person that's telling uh, a story, you tend to believe them more, you know, yeah, but. I mean, Ricky like, because that, that, because, I mean, that one's, like, just hearing a strange noise and someone trying to, that very, is very plausible, mm-hmm. you know? It's like, I guess if he, um, I wish he would share a story about the figures. Yeah, because he figures, has seen things. You know, yeah. Because yeah. that's, yeah, like, I've heard a lot of strange noises and those are easier to dismiss or. Debunk, to dismiss. as they call it. I guess, yeah, yeah. you could try to rationalize everything yeah. but figure seeing dark figures like that's i don't know that's too crazy and how can you rationalize that mm-hmm. and it's one of those things like you know i'm i'm so glad i have a camera phone but i always wonder like can technology capture what i see you know mm-hmm. um i don't know chills man i don't know either yeah. I mean, do you guys believe me when I share my story about my sleep paralysis? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I share mine. Like, so. mine's, the, thing is, the reason I share it is not to be weird. I just like, it's just so odd because like, mm-hmm. I don't get the classical type of horror. I get like the weird kinky shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting peed on. You know? <laughs> I want to like, piss on you. Like <laughs> you got a 12 play ghost. Yeah. Real quick. Oh, and I think you had like a, it's not really like a scary story, but it's more so like paranormal in a way. I remember you telling me like you were driving. So when you go to Virginia Beach, there's a whole tunnel thing. Oh. Yeah. You want to tell that story? God, it's I, crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know what it is. Guardian Angel or, or whatever. But uh, anyway, uh, yeah, that's that's when I was in the Navy. Um, I used to commute back and forth and stuff. And this one weekend, I came down with some friends. We rode two separate cars. Um. So it was me, myself, you know, I was in one car by myself and the other one was uh, my buddy Anton and and a girl, basically. Uh, you know, he was keeping her company and whatever. And I, I was driving by myself and I was, um, yeah, I don't remember how it happened, but apparently I fell asleep. Like, you know, somewhere, I don't know when. Before the tunnel or in the tunnel? It had to been before the tunnel I fell asleep, but I woke up inside the tunnel and uh, I remember looking to the side, and they, they the other car, the the other two were in there looking at me amazed, like, "How the hell are you alive?" You know what I'm saying? So they saw you asleep, huh? They saw you they sleeping. Had it, man. Yeah. Uh, he said, "Um, at some point, at one point, they were like guarding of uh, like other cars from hitting me or some shit. I don't know how." Did they say you were swerving or anything? S- swerving, but stayed on the road. Uh, right. I don't know, man. I like know. muscle memory because you knew the tunnel so much. No, or something. I don't know. I don't know if I, I drove that car, man. Did the tunnel go straight, and were you just on cruise control? No, it's that tunnel going to the beach. Remember? Yeah. Does it go straight? It's I can't remember. It, it's like a little turn, kind of. A little windy. Yeah, but I don't even remember entering this shit. I mean, I don't. I don't remember new. Oh, it's Newport News before you hit the tunnel. Right. I don't remember none of that, man. I remember waking up and they like looking like they saw a ghost, man. It's like how the hell are you on the road? Yeah, this is, I mean, like you. This is like you driving late at night on low yeah. sleep, little sleep, and this happens yeah. a lot to you. Where I, I, I never fell asleep like that, man. I, I I I don't think I drove that car, bro. I believe in angels, man. Hey, if 
Yeah, Vanton was here right now. He'll tell you, man. He, mm. He's the one that was in the car, and it, he'll tell you right now, like how. Like, how. But, yeah. Yeah. I I did have another instance though that you know it's kind of related to like had it been Angel too, man. Um, you know, uh, I was working at Port Operations at at that time. Um, my assignment was uh we operate those little they were called mic boats. Basically, we go out there and we move uh like floating asset, assets around like those um platforms and stuff and we deliver them to the ships mm-hmm. and one one day uh the seas were real rough right uh, like you know the, the the little boat that we were on was rocking real hard and stuff and i remember we had a, a line that was tangled near the front of the boat and i went you know it was near the edge of the boat and i went to untangle it and my, my back was to towards us a ship that we had to deliver asset to but subconsciously i jumped backwards when I landed, I was on the on the the, the ship, like on the the, the platform. Mm-hmm. But um, and simultaneously the the boat hit the ship, so you know I could have been in between the, the like little boat between, and yeah. crushing between. But I jumped backwards. I, I don't know what made me do that, but it was like a like a yeah. like a twitch that happened, and you just jumped. I, I, I don't know. It, I, angels, man, I believe them. And yeah. I, I remember like. <laughs> looking directly at the guy that was driving the boat, and he had the same look like um boy Anton had, like what the fuck, you know, like mm-hmm. so I jumped witnessed- backwards and landed on a, a on the other boat, man. So he witnessed you twice, like twice, just man. I believe in dodging angels. a bullet. That's, That's got to be something, bro. Yeah, I think maybe all the Cambodian monks that came to our house to pray about and bless everyone in the family. I think maybe there's something. Maybe there. there is some kind of guard- guardian angel yeah. because you look at our family yeah. like. I feel like we're extremely lucky. Like yeah, we have so many close calls, and yeah. you know, I have a story. It's not. It's kind of like a close call. It's not really paranormal, I guess, but it's like a close call. Like Owens is. I was changing the tire for my. Um, I used to drive an SUV, the Forerunner. So I was changing the back tire. First time changing the tire. I never changed one before. And I didn't have a proper jack, and I forgot to press. Uh, put on the e brake. So I got the car up, and then um, my head was under the axle of the mm. rear tire. Mm-hmm. God. And then I don't know why I was under there like that, but once I heard a creak, I got out of there quick. Right. Once I right. got out of there, that car f- that the jack tipped over and it fell. That could have been my head. Oh my god! Man. My head was literally under the axle. That happened to my car too. I mean, my head was not near the axle, but I was trying to change the flat. I don't tire. know why my head was under the axle though. But hey, what you need? What I learned from a situation like that, I had the same thing happen to me too. But of course, I wasn't gonna die because my head wasn't there. Yeah. I think you need to invest in one of those crank jack, like the, yeah, the yeah, flat yeah. one with the wheels. Because yeah. a, a guy who was actually luckily, he was my garden angel. He saw me like this is like two in the morning, and I was trying to move from Charlesville to Richmond. I was going back and forth from my car, and I had a flat tire. And he was there, and he and he saw me like th- that happened in my car, and he was like, "Oh my god!" And he he came and helped me with that all of that, you know, like he was there at the right time, mm-hmm. like not every, no one out was out there at two in the morning, you know. So, um, what was I saying? Sorry, it just I, I just made it about me. I'm sorry. Something about getting a jack. <laughs> yeah, get a new jack. I yeah. forgot what they're called, but they're, they're a jack, like, right? Yeah. They're I mean, what well, you had was a jack too, but like this yeah. is a different car jack where. You it's know, the real kind. It's like a wagon, yeah. whatever. Yeah. It has four wheels. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've seen it's those. very Mobile stable. Jack. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, it's wild. Like, once I heard that creak, my head was out of there. It, uh, maybe, was it Guardian Angel? I think it's just your you ninja like reflex. Like I was on edge, probably. It's your like reflex. It external force that, uh, that made you do that? Because that's, that's kind of how I felt with that d- I jumping mean, incident. Because knowing that my head was under a heavy-ass car, 
Yeah, I don't think I wasn't taking a chance. I don't think it's starting for us. I think you have ninja like reflex, like mean, survival skill. Was, uh, yeah. Um, hey, if it if it cracked, if you heard the creak, and you didn't move your head, and if the, if the thing just hovered above your head, so you'd be like, and then fall, then I would think it, it was the angel. <laughs> I just think you have like excellent reflex. It was yeah. the force. The force. The force. Vila's a Jedi. Oh man! All right, uh, that was episode thirty-five, y'all. Yeah. Thirty-five, good one. Let me with my applause button. There you go. Nope, not today. Not today because it's Halloween. Right. We would like to end the show with shout-outs. Shout out to Varak in the back, and shout out to the, all the um, people that submitted stories, anonymous and Frankie, yeah. and um, I'm trying to figure out a way to. Add another one at the end of this episode. Um, shout out to uh, shout out to <laughs> shout out to uh, the Parak family. All right, appreciate thank shout you. Out to, uh, shout out to the Yin family, yeah, the yeah. Chang family, thank you. the Posters. Yeah. Posters. <laughs> shout out to all the guardian angels out there. Thank you for keeping us safe. Can I give a big shout out? Big shout out to all the people doing curbside service now. Hell yeah! yeah. Shout out to my job. Yeah. A big thank you to Ricky and Vila yeah. for the podcast. You too. Right? You always forget you. It's you too. I know. Shout out to me. Shout out to everybody. Shout out to my big family circle. All right. Shout out to uh, social media. You can find Vila on I, social media. I, I, I could do that part. Of it. Yeah, you can do this part. You can f- shout, uh, find me on social media. Oh, yeah, get them shout outs. <laughs> I already did. Hmm? No, for What's, them. Oh, wait, wait a minute. Wait, you, yeah, Tino, you got, oh, Ricky, you got shout outs? Mm. Shout out to Ricky. I don't know. I think everyone covered everything. Shout out to Wes Craven. (laughs) Shout out to John Carpenter. Shout out to Burton. Shout out to Horror Flicks. Shout out to Halloween Candies. F Candy Corn, though. Mm. Wait, really? You don't like candy corn? corn. Nope. Okay, we'll talk about it later. You alone on that, bro. Yeah, I felt like I was the only one to like candy corn. All right, um, do we give a shout out to sleep paralysis? No. No. (laughs) Fuck him. Hit that whatever you guys. Quiet! There you go. Quiet! Um, you can find me on social medias uh the show, uh Full Timers Pod on Instagram, Twitter. You can find me, Velocron, on Twitter, Instagram, uh Ricky. SoundCloud.com slash water is murky. Don't Ruin find me, on, I'll find you. Yeah. Ruin you on uh, everything. And do think- you all want to be found or no? Sorry. I, I don't, I'm, I'm on Facebook, I guess. Go okay. Ahead. <laughs> that wraps up the show, y'all. Thank um, you, guys, and have a good one. Have Bye. a happy and safe Halloween. Wear your masks. It'll be easier. Because and practice safe so. social distancing. Go ahead, Ruin. Stop, thing, thing, Ruin. Practice social distancing.